but this first thing that we're going to do is called a waterfall activity. And the way it works is we're going to toss a question out there and ask you to answer it in the chat, but don't press enter until we say three, two, one, go. And then you see it like cascading down the screen like a waterfall. So the question is supposed to be silly and kind of weird. What is the weirdest habit? Talking habits of grace. So what is the weirdest habit that either you or someone you know has? <laughs> weirdest habit. It's a safe place. You can, you can all just go. Okay, and cascade in three, two, one. Go ahead and hit enter. Nice. <laughs> oh, we got turn the ice machine on and the freezer on and off every day. We got to wake up. Nice. Yep. Um, we've got Ryan saying having to smell your food before you eat it, and then I smell my food. We got <laughs> wearing tie dye Crocs. Nice. We got visiting wastewater treatment plants on vacation and taking pictures. That sounds awesome. Sniffing <laughs> so their stuffed animals. That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you guys i appreciate your willingness to be a little bit silly there and to test out test out the chat feature uh, make sure we're all comfortable with that oh um but you can see this is one of the things you want to be willing to do in this this is an open place and we're excited to kind of have some fun be silly a little bit i'm a middle school teacher so ryan works with high schoolers all day so you're going to get some of that coming into the class um the first thing to kind of start off our conversation of the evening then and I'm going to share screens and pop back and forth a little bit. If it gets dizzying, just tell me and I'll try and slow it down. But the first thing that I wanted to share was um, just a conversation of what do we mean when we say habits of grace? So opening up the floor with this, our whole book here is our whole study is kind of themed off of a work that David Mathis did. But then we took and adapted and said, well, how would this make sense for Mount, Mount Calvary Church? What, you know, what goals of habits are we trying to foster and encourage and um and the members of the church here and the idea here is that god has hardwired us for habits like he's put that into our dna um but we can either use these in ways that you know misuse them and shift our focus away from our creator and our relationship or we can use it in ways that deepen our relationship and deepen our walk with him uh kind of this idea of justification versus sanctification like yes we can all think back to that initial salvation moment um, but the, the sanctification, like that process of God continually shaping us in his image, that ongoing process, that's what this class is. Like that's the, the goal and the heart of this is to really flush out what are habits that take us in a life-sustaining direction and take us in a uh, closer walk with our creator. A little while ago, there was a, a Paul David Tripp um, kind of piece that, or a Paul, Paul David Tripp presentation through Mount Calvary. And I wanted to jump over and supplement too with a video from that. And then we're gonna jump back and, there we go. Um, look at one more thing together, but just to kind of set the frame of Habits of Grace here. Give me a thumbs up if you do hear audio on this. I wanna make sure I've got it going the right way. You know what habits are. Habits are things that are so often done that they begin to get easy. And they're so often done that eventually they become automatic. You don't have to think anymore. You don't have to desire anymore. You, you automatically, naturally do things because they become habits. It's impossible for your marriage not to be shaped by habits because that's how you've been wired 
by a loving creator. Now listen to what I'm about to say. One of the most loving things that the creator wired into us is the capacity to develop habits. Could you imagine if every morning when you got up, you'd have to relearn how to walk again? Life just wouldn't work. Could you imagine if you had to learn how to tie your shoe every time you went to tie your shoe? Could you imagine if you sat down at the table every meal and you were like a toddler and you didn't know what to do with the silverware? Some of you still don't, but it's okay. Imagine. And so God loving us, knowing how complicated life would be in this fallen world, knowing how difficult things would be, gave us the capacity to develop habits so we could do things naturally without needing to relearn them again. In the beauty of creation before the fall, habits were a glorious thing. Do you see the distinction I made? In the before the fall into sin, in the created purity of the world God made it, one of God's beautiful gifts was habits. But then sin entered the world. And I don't have just the ability to develop habits that make life easy and beautiful and doable and predictable, but I have the ability to develop habits that are destructive, that are interruptive, that are conflictual, that are dark. I wish I only had good habits, but I don't. And can I say this? I don't know why I'm asking permission. I'm about to. You don't either. Your world of habits is a mix of good things and very dark, bad things. But your marriage is always shaped by habits. So this was from the marriage conference, and he does go on to speak more of habits framed through uh, the lens of marriage. But our conversation uh, focuses around that same idea. Like we've got this pull to very different places, um, and it's, it's, that's kind of framing the goal of this course. Uh, another thing that I wanted to pull up here is just four different pieces of scripture that it really kind of oops, has some themes connecting it. And as I, I'm going to read through, but as I kind of go through, just take a look for any, like, connecting pieces in these. We've got Psalm 63, verse 1. It says, oh, God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry, moody land, there is no water. But Deuteronomy 6, 5, where you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Psalm 119, I just study on this with my life group, but um, it comes out of my whole heart. Lord, I will seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. And even out of Colossians 1, 9 and 10, uh, and so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So as to walk in a way and a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. So just got reactions on this. Like what are some things, what are some themes that you see out of those four pieces of scripture that kind of connect them? You know, like the themes that were brought up, like this idea of 
an ongoing process and that kind of ties back into the the frame of this course is looking at habits and then also that idea of like the the love and the passion behind it you know and the sticking with the whole heart um and that's again one of the visions of the church here if i can jump to this slide here is just that idea of passionately pursuing christ and the framework of this course like that's our goal is to look at how do habits play into this but specifically more than just like a, you know not to be a checking of boxes or like going through a list but what we see in these pieces of scripture and then we actually have a lot of trouble whittling down this list this slide here was like all of the ones that we used to put on the back of a handout um, but we're looking at this over the past couple of weeks we're like all right how do we get down to a manageable portion for online um but just some things that stuck out with these verses is that passion like that sense of desire to it you know earnestly i seek you my soul thirsts for you or loving the god with all your heart like not just the routine checking off lists and i think that's the temptation that it can fall into if it's just trying to like make a habit for the sake of a habit um but the goal of this is to find a greater joy in these habits or a greater thirst for christ through acting on these habits um specifically as we try and passionately pursue passionately pursue christ daily through the word through prayer and through fellowship so that's kind of the framework of what the vision of this class is and, and, and why we have it um so the next part of tonight what i'd like to do is we're going to try breakout rooms and split this into two different groups um ryan will be in one of them and i'll try and jump into the other one then and we're going to spend about eight minutes kind of discussing four questions and for these four questions, I'll pop it up on the screen here. We're also going to put it in the chat. And I think I have that copy pasted unless you have it off, feel free to, but I'll pull that up too if you need. Um, but four questions, and it kind of don't feel like this has to be the most profound scriptural conversation. Like this can just be very much face value to start. Um, but like question one, what was the problem that each character faces? Question two, like what did they do to try to fix the issue? Question three, how did Jesus interact with them? And then Question four is more hypothetical. Like, why do you think he responded the way he did to that specific person? But in, in either case, you kind of see that same approach of like, I'm going to do what it takes to interact with Jesus. Like, I am going to get myself into a position where I think that I'm going to better be able to either, you know, physically see him or interact with him, like get myself into a position where I'm going to have that interaction. And the, the author of the book that we kind of loosely theme this course off of um, follows up on that idea, like just this idea of how are we being intentional about positioning ourselves in Jesus's path in order to seek him. And obviously that might look a little bit different than maybe these guys that physically needed to locate themselves in front of him or you know call him over to him. Uh, but that idea is still here today. Like, what are we intentionally doing to position ourselves in a way that we're going to be able to experience Jesus or at least be actively seeking? Um, one excerpt from Habits of Grace that really stuck with us from this section was the idea of like the light switch analogy that David Mathis comes up with. And he says, uh, I, I can flip a switch, but I don't provide the electricity. I can turn on a faucet, but I don't make the water flow. There will be no light and no liquid refreshment without someone else providing it. And so it is for the Christian with the ongoing grace of God. His grace is essential for our spiritual lives, but we don't control the supply. We can't make the favor of God, God flow, but he has given us circuits to connect and pipes to open expectantly. There are paths along which he has promised his favor. Our God is lavish in his grace. He is free to liberally dispense his goodness without even the least bit of cooperation and preparation on our part, and he often does but he also has his regular channels and we can routinely avail ourselves 
of these revealing paths of blessing or neglect them to our detriment. And that, that final thought in there, like God has his channels along which he has promised that he will regularly be there to meet with us if we just tap into it. That's this idea of habits of grace is we, we want to look at, you know, what are Christian habits that we can kind of continue to pursue in our own lives that God has promised through scripture that, hey, he's, he's going to be there and he'll show up faithfully and as long as we're there expectantly uh, with, with little to nothing on, on our part, you know. And the, the whole like realm of Christian habits, at least from this perspective, kind of falls into three different categories that we'll be looking at and exploring. And it's really God's word. You know, what does it look like to pursue him through the Bible, through scripture and through his word? Prayer, like what does that mean? What does that look like with group prayer and, you know, individual prayer and closet prayers? And, and then also that idea of fellowship. So these are like the three major things that we'll look at together. And each week, we're going to have, I guess, nine more weeks from this point out. It's going to be, um, I'm sure I get this right. Each topic is going to be about three weeks. Where we'll do like an overview and then dig more specifically in the following two weeks. And then we'll start the next one for three weeks and then fellowship for three weeks. Um, so that's kind of what the course itself is going to look like uh, moving forward from here. Now, um, Ryan, am I missing anything before I jump into the follow-up conversation question? Nope, I think you're good. That's awesome. I just want to make sure with the, the Zoom thing, it's a little different than normal. Um, so the, the question that we want to leave with today and kind of wrap up with the last little bit of time that we've got is what are some things, what are some specific things that we do to glorify God by enjoying him versus things that pull us away from him? And we say this with our kids in school too. Like the the temptation to there to is there to just kind of give like cookie cutter answers, and, and that's not what we're looking for. Like we want to be real about it, but just like what are actual practical things? You know, like as we think about it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are what are actual practical things? Um, and some, some stuff that we've kind of tossed tossed around with in the past is like you know, is it as simple as like a habit of getting up before our kids wake up? So that we have some kind of uninterrupted morning time that we can use for devotions or something like that, or you know, accountability groups that you've been a part of. Um, but that's what I wanted to open the floor with for the last few minutes here today, and then we'll build on this as, as kind of like an unofficial homework assignment for next week. But what are some things that come to mind? And again, no cookie cutter answers, but like real, actual, practical stuff, like habits that you have that help you enjoy God and glorify Him through enjoying Him. And then habits that you know are pulling in a direction that aren't godly or isn't godly. For next week, we'll send out an, another email here with kind of like a follow-up. But the unofficial homework assignment is just to going to be to continue to think about this question. Uh, maybe even write down a list, like create a list of what are some of those things that I know are really healthy and positive habits, you know, even if it's not something you're engaged in right now, but if it's something that had been impactful for you in the past, um, or what are some things that you know, like, hey, that, that's a distraction, like that's not something that is healthy or beneficial. Maybe it's not a bad thing, but is it, you know, pointing you in a direction that it's positioning you to experience Christ? Um, one closing kind of comment and thought, um, just again, out of the Habits of Grace book, is this quote here, uh, when all is said and done, our hope is not to be a skilled Bible reader, not a practiced prayer, not a faithful churchman, but to be the one who understands and knows me that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. Uh, Jeremiah. 
and again this the temptation is there or the you know the detrimental habit is there to just fall into this mindset of oh habits are like checking off these lists or check boxes but that's to speak to what Ray said earlier like that's not necessarily always a life bringing joyful experience like you kind of see that as like a negative connotation of oh gosh I don't want to do that again it's a habit though and I have to you know the I think what Christ wants is that us to be able to find joy in experiencing him so that's the goal of this class is we're going to look at a ton of different things i can try them if something sticks and you think like wow that really was a life-giving joyful experience with christ awesome and not necessarily everything is going to work for every single person uh, but that's just the frame of where we're headed uh kind of in these weeks to come so we'll send out a follow-up email um in the next day or two here uh just with this prompt on uh, that idea of let's you know what are those habits that are life bringing what are those habits that maybe need to be looked at um and then we'll also send out like we did this first time, that um, outline of the night. So if there's, you know, like anything you want to take notes on, you're welcome to. Um, I know in the past we always had that printed out and handed it to people as they came in, um, but use that as you see fit. If you're a digital native and you want to take digital notes, great. If you're not a note taker and you don't want to take notes on it, no worries. Uh, and if you have access to a printer, feel free to print those out at home, but we'll send that each week ahead of time. Awesome. Well, guys, let me uh, pray for us here and then we'll kind of close out. And I just want to thank you for yeah, taking the time to be here this evening. God, we thank you for just the ways that you can bring us together, even in the midst of craziness, even in the midst of being physically far apart from each other. And I think of even just Ray and Morgan, who are separated by 600 uh, miles, but are able to still see each other and, and process through some of the stuff tonight. And But I thank you for just bringing us together. I look forward expectantly to, to what you have for this group and this um, time and this conversations and these discussions together. Thank you for the, the willingness to share tonight and just the, the, that you've given us the chance to be a little silly with things, but also to get into some more serious conversations and just pray that, yeah, as we go into this next week, you would help us just to have this mindset and this filter of what are the habits that I'm in and you know what is life-giving? What helps position me in a way that will experience you and, and what is turning my eyes the opposite direction. And we just continue to pray for uh, just safety and, and wisdom and decisions and everything that's going on right now. But Lord, ultimately, uh, yeah, we're excited for what you have for this class and just pray that you move in powerful ways. I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen.